Right, hello. So we are now on episode... 16. 16. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. So, today, what are we talking about today? An attitude for gratitude. An attitude for gratitude. That sounds like a t-shirt. And I've just heard, yeah, I was going to say, I've just heard like loads of people switch off. Don't switch off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, the reason, well, what's the reason for... Well, I, we should have done this process. yesterday, actually, because um, it was Thanksgiving, but okay. um, it completely passed me by. Um, we were and, a bit in the moment yesterday, I think. Well, we? also, some people listening will be like, well, why are you bothered about Thanksgiving? You know, you're English and you live in France. It's not even something that's going to kind of... Right, uh, yeah, so it's Thanksgiving yesterday. Yes, right, in, okay. in, um, in America, but... Um, As opposed to Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> but both of us have lots of family and friends in America. Yeah. Um, and I think last year... Thanksgiving made um, was more important to us than ever because we met uh, an American family. Uh, well, we in were yeah. So on our travels, yeah. we we arrived in Florida on what what month? Uh, in, in November, it was like the first or second of November. Okay, and then but we stayed in America from yeah. November through till pretty much January, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was January, I think. Um, and uh, yeah, so we met this. We were on like a, a complex of little townhouses. Um, and we met this other American family that um, were from Ohio. Ohio, yes, thank you. Yeah, and um, and they were in Florida, and we spent loads of time with them. They They're were amazing. The, family, they were kind yeah. of like showing us the the um, like the the hacks in Disney, like the, the, the little tips and tricks, the, all the little things that you can find in Disney, which was really cool. We should definitely do an episode that's just on Disney. Yeah, yeah. Like, that whole experience. Yeah. And, um, like, because we we also have an insight into the business side of Disney as well. Yeah, so I think that true. would be a really useful And episode. also kind of how our mindset changed with Disney. Because oh, massively, yeah. having Having travelled and... Um, with gratitude found like yeah. you don't need as many things and um, yeah, you know yeah. like especially in Bali and places like that where we'd kind of like dropped the whole consumerism thing yeah to go from that to Disney we were actually dreading it in a way weren't we because that's just like full-on capitalism yeah well, consumerism. We, yeah we definitely got ourselves into the mindset of you don't need things it's yeah. all about experiences yeah. and the weird thing is Disney is definitely about um, they call it a magical question the marketing is so good, isn't it? Magical experience, because <laughs> yeah, that's their place. whole magical place and yeah. those kind of stuff. Um, but um, it's also about a lot of consumerism. Yeah. It's like yeah. buy lots of stuff. But, but that's what we thought it would be all about, and we were yeah. kind of dreading that. And yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but it actually wasn't, was it? We had, no. we, we had um, obviously there is that side to it, but yeah, we had a fantastic time, and it was a it was a brilliant experience. But they were incredible. Family. Anyway, yes. So um, back to Thanksgiving. So. They knew that we'd never had a, an American Thanksgiving. So yeah. on Thanksgiving, they invited us to their little townhouse that um, they had on the on the complex. And they'd done a full-on, proper American Thanksgiving with the sweet potatoes and marshmallows, which yeah, so if you're English, we had never heard of. No, if you're English, you've never heard of the concept of... Like, we'd never even... No one had even spoken to us about no. the idea of putting marshmallows with sweet potatoes. Yeah. And then that being as part of your... Your meal. So, like, yeah. if you're English, you're used to, like, think of Thanksgiving a bit like Christmas dinner or Sunday roast or something yeah. like that. So, imagine then in the middle of the table is this this thing that looks like it's sweet potatoes, but it's not. It's got marshmallows just melted in amongst it, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, on top, yeah. And um, green bean casserole and um, pumpkin pie. Pigs in and, blankets. Yeah, but they don't call it that. I can't remember what they call it. 
Sausage wrapped in bacon, basically. <laughs> yes, but we call it pigs in blankets. But I don't know what they Yeah, I know, but for anybody who's just said, heard me say, I don't know what pigs in blankets are. It's my sister's favourite ever. But, yeah, just, um, yeah, we couldn't, like, there was so much food that there's no way we could it's get amazing. through it. Yeah, and, and, and it was just really lovely to kind of, that was kind of coming towards the end of our travels, wasn't it? Like, yeah. a couple of months off, but to kind well, of we'd round been in, off... Yeah, just to round off the end of the year like that and and a brilliant way to meet new people yeah. and it just really I've never really understood what Thanksgiving was um mm-hmm. and I did kind of look it up at the time because we were homeschooling the kids and stuff um but just to, to me it doesn't matter what it necessarily was or the history or anything anyway it's just that chance to be grateful and to really appreciate the people around you and I think well, that's it's a really the, lovely thing yeah the the principle of giving thanks to yeah so so and obviously the 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 jumping off point is the gratitude piece yeah. right so it's like I'm grateful for you and as such I will give thanks to yeah. you for that or I'm grateful for this experience or this thing or whatever it is so I will give thanks for that yeah. and um and that was, I think, hit both of us uh, in terms of the way the the Thanksgiving meal went was it was we arrived and it was all very relaxed. And there was a, obviously all the children were because they've got a couple of children as well, mm-hmm. similar age to ours. So they're all running around and it felt a bit like Christmas Day. Yeah, like, the in football terms of, was on the, the American football. Yeah, so yeah. Talk, so talk all about that as well. You got to talk about that. It's like, right, like, have a beer. Like, this is how American football works. Yeah. And, and we went through that whole experience. And it felt very similar to Christmas Day. But then when it got to the actual meal time, there was a very big, like, kind of punctu- punctuated moment. Is that the of right thanks. way? Of it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right at the very the beginning, which was, a, yeah, which was about giving thanks. Yeah. And it was a very, and it, there was a Jacob whose father uh, made it a very important piece. Like he yeah. talked about how, um, like giving thanks for certain things, yeah. and and it made me realise that like we don't do that very well, it's, often. It's right? interesting That's, that you compare it to Christmas because yeah. it's like Christmas, but without the consumerism and the gifts and all of that yeah. kind of stuff. Obviously, that's a nice thing about Christmas, but it also takes over a little bit. Yeah, Whereas yeah. Thanksgiving is just about being with family and friends and being thankful, which I just yeah. think is such a lovely thing. Yeah, it's. I think it's what we want Christmas to be. Yeah, it's yeah. what I think we all we all because we are. The episode yesterday was. Um, all about how we were feeling, like how about managing time, but also it started with the fact that we were feeling a little bit disjointed. Yeah. And part of the reasons why we were feeling a bit disjointed was because this time of year, coming up to Christmas and everything else, there's certain things that we're used to doing mm. or used to having or, mm. or whatever it is. And it's, it's like we're not necessarily doing all of those no. things in a similar way. But the beauty of the, the principles that we took away from uh, experiencing Thanksgiving was you could do that all the time. Yeah. Like, it didn't need to be about um, like the consumerism or it didn't need to be about the American football. It didn't need to be about no. any of those things. It could just be the principles of gratitude and giving yeah. thanks. And um, and it's it's a shame, I think, that it's taken us till... Like, Christ, I'm in my 40s. And yeah. It's taken us till that point in yeah. life to go, this is a really important thing. Why doesn't every... Like, why yeah, don't we I mean, have that? I, I'm surprised that... Because England has taken on many kind of American holidays and American celebrations, like Halloween was. Yeah, very but it would much... be you know the background between Thanksgiving, right? So it would be like you... no, no, it's not. That's what I thought. Right. Okay. It's not. It's just. It's just when. Um... I thought it was all about celebrating. No, no because that's Independence that, exactly. Day, isn't it? That's what I thought, but it's not. It's just all. Oh, yeah. It's all about the harvest, 
um, yeah. and I'm going to get this wrong, but I think it's when the, yeah. the pilgrims met um, another group, uh, like the indigenous, indigenous people that were already there, and right. they shared a meal or something like that. But forgive me, any Americans listening to this, I don't know the history properly. Yeah. But um, yeah, Well, one, we're English, and two, we're... Um, rubbish history (laughs) yeah but but that's what it's about it was about you know like breaking bread together and and just being thankful for the harvest and it's nothing to do because i always thought it was something to do with like anti-brits yeah yeah yeah. get off our land (laughs) yeah no it's nothing to do with that that's that's all um independence day but yeah we've taken on lots of american holidays like um halloween and valentine's day has become such a massive bigger thing than it ever used to be and all these things that we kind of again, kind of commercialised, but we haven't taken what I consider the, one of the nicest holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, do you, I, I don't know if you ever had it at your school, but I remember when I was very small, they used to have to go in... Harvest festivals? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I, I remember, yeah, I remember that. I don't know if that, I certainly don't recognise it ever happening for our children at school, but I remember you used to have assembly in the morning... And you used to have to do some hymns or whatever and in the morning. you take any can of beans or something. Yeah, yeah. take in something. Yeah, you? one like, of these days on Harvest Festival, yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, and there would always be a table in the corner somewhere and it would stock full of... And it would be examples of... Um, it wouldn't just be like stuff you'd buy from the shop. It would be an yeah. example of what... Like there'd be some Farming corn and, so, yeah, and yeah, yeah. barley or whatever it is will be piled up, bread and all yeah, these kind yeah. of things. And it would be to celebrate that, that yeah. thing. And again, we're not religious either, so... Um, so doing this, probably people listening to this now or watching this going, you're an, you two are a pair of idiots. Like, you don't know Jack. How have you lived this long and not know these basics? But, um, but yeah, we don't, it's easy to fall, it's easy to forget all of those principles, yeah. right? And that then was all about gratitude, giving thanks mm. and everything else. And it was a real highlight. And um, it's, it feels like we've lost that in some yeah, way, shape, I mean, form, think- right? I think we did it, I think Annabelle did it once in her, when we were in school in the UK. Okay. But it, I don't remember it being a big deal, or it was quite a big deal at my school. Yeah, and mine. It yeah, was, it but was it huge. wasn't Thanksgiving, it was a lot earlier, it was more kind of September, October time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But be. I suppose if you're, uh, like the farming communities and everything yeah. else, it's, um, I say farming communities, like my family, my yeah. dad's done the, uh, uh, we talked about this um, privately before, but like, you always kind of a, um, aspire to be some, like connected to some lord or something in history. <laughs> and my dad's traced back um, like my family history. And it's gone back hundreds of years. And basically, we're all just a bunch of farmers. <laughs> but like, we were never a lord of any kind. So, um, but, but I uh, suppose farming communities and everything else, it's very, that, that would be well, part I'm surprised of we haven't seen it here. Because here is obviously a very... Well, we're, so we're living in rural France yes, right now. Yeah, very, very farming community. Yeah. I mean, obviously, COVID has probably affected... There may have been like harvest fairs or autumn stuff going on that usually that we're not seeing this year because all the okay. summer fairs were cancelled and all the Christmas fairs were cancelled. Well, so. they're actually coming on, by the way. I was told yesterday. Oh, there's Christmas stuff fairs. happening. Oh, yeah. that's nice. That's good to see. But um, but yeah, I, I think I mean my school was a Christian school. I don't know if yours was. So I think that maybe may have played a part in it. I think the harvest festival is is to do with the Christians. <laughs> Again, people are going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sure it is. I, I believe I don't know any different. It might be the case. Right. Shall we move on? Right, no. So the point is... Shall we okay. rename the podcast The, the Idiot Entrepreneurs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, like that program, like, Two Idiots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or Beavis and Buttheads. We're like Beavis and Butthead of the podcasting. <laughs> anyway, um, so I'll be Butthead just to be the gentleman. Um, anyway, uh, so coming back to like the Thanksgiving and everything else, it 
we were so to put it into context before going to america we we'd actually planned to go to america a year before so we already we already got that that thing in motion about mm-hmm. right that in in 2019 towards the tail end for the last quarter of that year because we had a big exhibition to do in the events industry it's like one of the biggest exhibitions well that's, that was uh, the main aim of florida originally yeah, wasn't it to yeah to, to get to florida yeah for, because smiley booth <laughs> if this is the first ever time you're listening to this or seeing this um obviously it's all about our journey with the photo booth hire company smiley booth or our um other business say it and um at the time uh, they had this huge exhibition in florida for um the events industry as a whole so everybody along the planet goes to who's in well, the we events industry to go goes to quite it. a while hadn't we yeah. yeah so we were like okay on our travels we'll definitely go there and spend a lot of time meet all our suppliers see what's new and everything else and but before, leading up to going there we were we'd been spending time in places like bali and thailand and just completely outside of our normal cultural framework couldn't mm-hmm. we and one of the things that we'd learned in those three months of being in that part of the world was that, um, they, they, in fact, in Bali, the people we meet in Bali had nothing at all, did they? Yeah. They weren't. They they were they were what we would in the Western world consider very poor. Like poverty was a real, real issue. But they were some of the happiest people we'd ever met, wasn't they? Well, as a culture. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to say I disagree. I don't think it's poverty that was an issue because. They didn't. I don't think they felt poor. No. In any way, that was that was just the way they lived. Well, they're standard like they of living. We or anything have... like that. No, 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 no. 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 It's. It, I, I think poverty is the wrong word, but they they just they they live off the land. They live with a lot less. But um, one of the guys that we met there that worked at the hotel. So so that not the hotel. It's the, a the, resort. The resort that we stayed on. Um, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna pronounce this wrong. Sahala Sawala. Resort. We didn't get it right in the whole time we no, were there. No, Sahaja Sawala. There you go. I knew I get it wrong. Which is a great resort. I highly recommend. Yes, the, the um, people there it's are amazing. a it's a really unique, unusual place in Bali because I've seen a lot of stuff on Bali since we've left, and I was oh, like, really? we didn't experience that, and we didn't see that. And oh, really? there, there is a kind of a consumerism side to it that we were nowhere near. Well, we, we were at the sticks. We were in like true, real Bali, mm. um, rather than like resort barley as right. it were but anyway this 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 uh resort has was um built by a dutch guy wasn't it um but bernard yeah who comes from quite a, I and we we might be getting this wrong but from the bits that we could piece together while we were there and through conversations with him and people that know him um he comes from quite a wealthy family background that made all their money in property yes i mean construction so yeah he, construction yeah but he um very much uh, likes kind of Indonesia and, and um, you know, feels a kind of real pull to that yeah. part of the world and wanted to kind of help. Well, so he's, he, his mission in life was to be philanthropic. Yes, that exactly. Was, he was like, money wasn't a, a thing that drove him at no. all because obviously he's grown up with that. Yeah. But giving back and creating things yeah. for people was important to him. So he built this, um, uh, uh, resort. I keep calling it a resort, it is called a resort, but there's only, I think it was 16 properties yeah on on built kind of around a, a they had villas and, basically yes yeah, yeah d- villas of various different sizes and he owns uh, he has one of them and then the others are, are rented out and um and they 
he, but it's a foundation. So yeah. he's built that, but and he employs people from the local villages, yeah. but he's given it back to them as a foundation. So any of the so they're all like, they're all jointly owned. Yes, exactly. Are kind of shared between them, and then in addition to that, they do lots of initiatives in the area. So they they did lots of. Um, relief when the volcano went off um, yeah. helping people uh, they do the um, water thing that we got involved in yeah so there's so there's a real issue in where we stayed in the local villages where getting access to clean water is a real problem right so the way you can't drink the water there because it's because of the minerals and things you can't because it's very wet barley this is yeah, what surprised about, me i was yeah. always like well, why is water a problem but yeah. it's it's the um it's not drinkable. Basically. No, it's a volcanic island, yes, basically, yeah. and it's uh, and it's yeah, the minerals so, and stuff. Yeah, make it's it, not make good. You will, yeah, yeah, and, they, and the, well, it's not irrigated the same. Like mm -hmm. all of these issues. So um, I'm just throwing words out there. But, <laughs> um, but the point is that the uh, the people there, the locals there, they don't live in what we're familiar with in terms of you have a house and you have a garden and that's that. They they live in these little communes almost, yeah. aren't they? They're family communes. And when you um, and so you will have literally three or four generations within one walled area, all living in that same place, and and um, getting clear, clean water is a real issue. So he managed to get these water filters in, but the water filters are expensive. So people that come and stay, once you start learning and um, meeting the locals and learning about the culture and everything else, you you immediately feel a pull to want to be able to help, mm. and um, and so he gives you the option to. Um, buy some water filters for for fam local families. So we bought four of these water filters. Yeah, you say expensive. They're not expensive for Westerners. They're expensive. Sp for, yeah, they're, they're, they're only thirty euros, I think. No, thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. Is it that much? Yeah. yeah. So, um, but that's prohibitive to yeah, the locals, yeah. right? So, um, so we bought four of these, didn't we? And said, yeah. and thinking, okay, well, and we said, look, love what you're doing. Yeah, okay, and then. I Within a couple of days, and we thought that was it. That was the conversation, and yeah. and we were like, if there's anything more we can do to help, then great. And um, they they then gave and said, right, okay, you're now coming to um, deliver them, deliver these water filters. Like, Sorry, what? And they, and they said, and we, so we grabbed Annabelle and Zach, and off we went. And we were going to these homes, weren't we? Mm -hmm. And when I say homes, some of these homes are literally they're they're just some of them are literally a wooden frame. With, um, and that's it. Like yeah. there's a there's a small covering over a wooden frame. More like corrugated. Corrug like corrugated iron. iron on the, yeah. On the top and, and a kitchen area, like in a dirt floor, and a kitchen area will just be a wooden table with, uh, they, and there'll be no distinction between what you kind of grow up with. It really made us appreciate. Oh wow, all these assumptions you have about being in, when you're in the mm -hmm. Western world. And so there was no. There's the kitchen and there's the living room and there's there's your bedroom up there and your children's bedroom it's like none of that no. it was like oh there's there's a table over there and that constitutes the kitchen and there's there, it was just none of that yeah. was it people were sleeping on hard wooden well there'll be like 11 and, people in, in, a, in yeah. that kind of space yeah, yeah. and so the, the reason why i highlight all of that stuff is is because plus we had to walk like half a mile through the jungle to get to it. Yeah, and you're, like, you're terrified of snakes. Yeah. So you were just constantly like... I was just stamping my feet all the way. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the thing. Everywhere you went, we were just constantly stamping yeah. our feet, weren't we? But, um, so the, the point is that when we spent a lot of time with locals in Bali, and um, and one gentleman in particular, a gentleman by the name of Putu, 
um, was phenomenal. He, mm-hmm. they, we all kind of took a liking to each other, and he made it his mission to take me off and show me different areas and things like that. And he, and he, what was really interesting was his philosophy was we were the hard done bys. Yeah. Like we were the we were the ones that weren't free. Yeah. And he was like, you guys in the West, you've got this idea of what freedom is and you don't have freedom because yeah. you're you have to have goods you have to be on this thing where you he can't really escape passionate about it wasn't he really yeah. yeah really strong opinions on it and um he said me i'm free mm. he said because i have he said my home was my father's home like my mum, my father and me and i think he had a brother or whatever anyway but he said we have this piece of land and we grow our stuff on this piece of land and it feeds us and we we basically keep some for us, and then we sell, we sell or trade the rest. Mm-hmm. And he said, and that's ours. Nobody can take that this way. And he said, money doesn't matter. Mm. He said, and politics doesn't matter. Mm. None of that matters. He said, because as long as we have land, our land, and that's been handed down to them generation after generation, he said, that's what's important. And he said, um, relationships are what's important. Yeah. And he was so passionate about it. And I kind of came away and I was, and it, like, he was almost saying, like, you're, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. He was like, you guys are living really badly. Well, because and... some of the way Bali has been changing is that because of the tourism, yeah. um, people are obviously working in tourism, they're getting more money than they're, they're used to. Yeah. So then they're, they're um, selling off their land. Well, they're being spoon-fed the Western yeah. like idea of success, aren't exactly. they, and happiness. Yeah. So they're selling off their land, they're buying a nice car, yeah. becoming a, a driver normally. Um, a, yeah. lot of, a lot of them are, are becoming drivers because there's, there's not <laughs> easy ways to get around the island. Especially. Well, most of them are on mopeds, I was aren't say, they? Especially if you don't like mopeds. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then um, they're sending their children to university for the like, first time in generations. Yeah, yeah. And um, But Putu's argument is that that, that's all wrong because now they're suddenly dependent on other people. Yeah. They haven't got their land anymore. And so they're, they're ha- having to work for, um, you know, corporate this or... Yeah, for the next thing yeah, all the time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's a really he, interesting philosophy. Oh, uh, yeah. It was a massive eye-opener. And he was... Because um, he was he made that specific example. He, he referenced a friend of his. And he said he sold all his land. He's got a nice new car. He said, and um, he said, but how long is that car going to last? Yeah. And is that car going to provide him food? Yeah. How's that car going to support his family? He said, when that car's old and done, he said, I'll still have my land. Yeah. I'll still be able to put food on the table. We'll yeah. still have our home. He said, but he will always have to just try and get more money from somewhere to be able to go and do something else. So anyway, so the point is that we'd, we'd spent all this time with these people and had this complete paradigm shift on, um, well, what are we working for? And what are yeah. we, how should we be living our lives? And traveling kind of did that for us anyway, didn't yeah. it? But, and how we communicate, what we communicating to our children. Oh, it was such an amazing lesson for the kids, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, especially taking the water filters around. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Cause they then were like, ah, oh, this is what it means not to have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they were quite freaked out by it to start with, weren't they? They yeah. were just like staring and didn't know what to do with themselves. Well, you just, it just reminded me. We walked, we walked down this one, one, one place, um, the one where we had to go like half a mile or a mile, whatever it was, through the jungle. This bit is where they kind of got used to it by this point. Yeah, so they were, gone back to their normal selves. Yeah, and then we had this, like we arrived at what is literally just a wooden frame, as I say, and it's very open. There's no walls, really. Mm-hmm. And it is... Um, and you, as you said, there was 11 people living in this, yeah. this tiny little space. And the children are completely like, oh my, oh my, 
this is a this is a home, and we're yeah. like, this is a home, and we're trying and we're trying to get them to just absorb it, and we're talking to um, the family absorb there. it without being rude. <laughs> yeah, 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 because the kids can be really blunt, right? Because <laughs> yeah. they and they were well out of their comfort zone. And then one of the children that lived there had a little bunny. I thought it was a bunny. Yeah, it was a little bunny. And then they were just like bunny. And, it, <laughs> and it, if you've ever seen Up, the the movie Up, where the Labrador squirrel. just keeps going squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> It was exactly like that. And they were like, we're having this deep, meaningful, and they were with Kate and I were like, really proud of your kids. Like, like, we weren't saying this, obviously, yeah. that would be, but we were both feeling like, I'm really proud of your kids. You're taking all this in. This is great. The, the family that's accepted us in have been wonderful and all this yeah. kind of stuff. This is a real, real deep moment. moment yeah. And then they were like, buddy! And, <laughs> and then everything, like, nothing mattered. Yeah. And they just then spent the whole time trying to find this bunny. And then as we as we're and then walking, they're like, Can we have a bunny. We want a bunny. Yeah, yeah. That's all they did is we're walking away back to the car. They're like, bunny, bunny. When are we going to get a bunny? We. And I was like, Is that your key takeaway? Yeah, is that you're missing the point. <laughs> yeah. So, I will get to the point, guys, and I apologise, but the uh, the point is, we had that whole experience, and then we were kind of thinking, Oh, we're going to America to this to this uh, big event for the events industry which is all about buying stuff and getting the getting the latest tech and all this kind of stuff to so do more in your business and yeah and it's all really showy and then it's kind of well oh and it's america so which is america and the uk are very similar in consumerism and marketing and all this kind of stuff so and we've been success in america is just insane yeah which is yeah, yeah we, which we really felt we were like oh yeah. we're just getting thrown so we really felt we were just going from one extreme to the other. So we were, we'd had a couple of conversations like if we hadn't had the uh, exhibition to go to and also organised to see your family in Disney World and stuff like yeah. that, if, if we hadn't organised to see your family and we didn't have the exhibition, we would have forfeited the yeah. Disney experience yeah. completely and not gone to America at all. Yeah. So we had this almost prejudice against yeah. it based on our experience in Bali. When we got there, yeah, there was elements of that. Definitely, but yeah. But there is something about American people mm-hmm. on, on American soil. When you meet, there, there is a genuine like, co- connection that we Interest feel. Interest friendliness. Yeah, yeah, we're always blown away, aren't we? Yeah. Always blown away <laughs> by how friendly people are. Like you can walk down the street and someone will ask how you are, a stranger will ask how you are, and, but they are genuinely interested. <laughs> yeah. like, they're generally like, friendly and everything else. <laughs> and... Um, we it completely it was confusing at first wasn't mm. it it was like how can we but then we realized it's just humans it's yeah like the human connection wasn't it well that that's what traveling was in in everything wasn't it like the moment you'd arrive somewhere and obviously it's, it's very different and depending where you just come from potentially very different to the last place in terms of culture and, and everything else so you would feel a little bit thrown for a couple of days but then then you you were in that place and that became yeah. your experience and as you said it, it all boils down to just human connection at the end yeah. of the day and i think that's what we took away from our whole travels um especially as one of the reasons i think we'd gone um among many reasons was um we felt where we lived that everything was a little bit clicky and we were on the periphery of that and we weren't getting that human connection that we wanted and and being England everyone's always busy and well and we had the feeling that um I don't know if this is specifically a English term or not but uh, of keeping up with the Joneses um which is for anybody that hears that it doesn't know what I mean by that it's a concept where if your next if your next door neighbours get the latest new car 
It's like, well, you've got to get yeah. you've got to get the next new car, or if someone's got the, got a sixty inch TV, it's like, well, I want to get a sixty five inch yeah. TV. It's yeah, this, exactly. This constant dissatisfaction with what you have, yeah. And in the only way, and you've got to earn more money to buy more stuff to keep up with the next guy who's yeah. got who's just bought the next. The yeah, it all feels quite quite false and I yeah. think then when we started traveling yeah we, we met so many like-minded people um and made so many genuine connections and so fast as well I think yeah. traveling always does that you you yeah. know you're forced into even if you're just on holiday or whatever you're forced into a situation where you you've got to get to know that person really quickly yeah so but you do form these really deep connections get, with people well that's what happens on the holidays right yeah that's what when you yeah and you go you go and meet, make friends on holiday yeah. and everything else, and you have this magical week yeah. or two weeks. Yeah, exactly. But I think, um, I think, I don't know, traveling, meeting other travelers magnifies that because yeah. you're, you're all kind of in the same headspace, as it were, anyway. Um, well, which, especially longer term, people yeah. have adopted a longer term traveling like strategy yeah. because invariably they've had to make some significant sacrifices to do that. Yeah. And whether it's sell all their stuff or whatever yeah. it is. So, there's a pain that's associated with doing that. Well, just, difficulty just, I wouldn't say pain as such, but just a shared experience because yeah. you've experienced the same thing. So you've already got that common ground to, yeah. to make friendships on. But um, but yeah, so that coming back round to the gratitude piece, it that moment or that day, Thanksgiving last year, just kind of highlighted all of those things at once, didn't it? It, yeah. it brought all those experiences together and, and th that it was all about humans. And I think... This year, I mean, I for one wanted to throw a big Thanksgiving party here yeah. and invite all the people that we've met in France yeah. and, and just put, like pay it forward. That experience that we had, I wanted to do here. Of yeah. course, lockdown, it's not happened. I will do it next year. But mm. <laughs> it's, um, it's just kind of shown me that that's something I want to, a tradition I want to keep going. Yeah. But I wanted to kind of cover it today because I thought, you know, 2020 Thanksgiving, people are going to be struggling to find reasons to be thankful i think yeah. i think they're gonna be like oh it's it's just another reason to to be angry at 2020 because yeah. they're i think a lot of people will kind of um focus on the lack you know I, I can't see my family um i can't afford necessarily what i would normally do on thanksgiving yeah. or or whatever it is and i, I think it's Im important to try and flip that on that head like acknowledge yes it has been a hard year and yes 2020 Thanksgiving will have been different for a lot of people. They'd have been having their meals on Zoom together or yeah, something. Yeah. But but there's something memorable in that, and there's some and again there's a shared experience in that. We're all going through it as humans together, yeah. um, and and you can pick out the stuff to be grateful for that's just really simple, like yeah. the fact that you w woke up and opened your eyes that morning. Um, oh you well, that the. the nature that's outside your door or whatever it is well that's one of the benefits of meditation right because one of the pieces in meditation when you, if you are somebody that has tried meditation is um focusing on what you're grateful for and, mm. they, and it's focusing on the tiny tiny things to allow that to happen right but i feel like and i might have missed the point right it, this might be something unique to you and i but i feel like being english and um Growing up in that culture, because you th you think you're a fully formed adult until you go travelling, and then you realise that oh, actually everything you've been looking at is through your cultural lens, right? Your cultural yeah. bias, right? That actually the world can function in an entirely different way yeah. and look entirely different just with a different cultural lens, yeah. right? So 
I, I hadn't, or neither of us had appreciated that Christmas and this time of year, what we're actually really looking for is human connection and, and saying and being grateful and showing how much somebody means to you and showing gratitude for who they are and thankfulness for who they are and everything else. And that's the aspect of gifting, mm -hmm. right? That's the principle of mm -hmm. gifting, right? Um, or as I see it, yeah. right? Or we see it. And, but I think we've lost that. Yeah, um, or just in the sense of the need to have the mix when you throw in things like keeping up with the Joneses yeah. in that mix suddenly it's like well having the best stuff yeah. is what it what it is and it's a really confusing message right yeah. because it's like well if I buy you something that's substandard does that mean that I'm sub grateful for you yeah, or yeah. sub thankful for you yeah. do I need to go all out it's yeah, a bit like yeah. when you get engaged it's like well how much do I spend on an engagement ring? Yeah. Like some, in some way, that item is is the value or, or how you perceive the value of the relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, no, 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 no. The experiences you have demonstrate that. Yeah. What you do and how you behave demonstrate that. Yeah. And I, I would say that the um, that Thanksgiving dinner with 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 them that had such a, that had way more impact on us. The fact that they invited us into their home. Yeah. And shared that experience with us. That that be any gift. Yeah, absolutely. Any like absolutely. physical item yeah. that they could have given yeah. us. Yeah. But but again, I think that's why some people will be looking at the negative side of it because they can't have that experience yeah. this year as yeah, as much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. But what I'm trying to say is flip that on that head on your head and, and realize and be grateful for the fact that you want to spend time with those yeah. people, that you've got people in your life that you care about and you love. And yes, it sucks that you might not be able to see them at the moment, but you can pick it. Technology allows you to pick up the phone to them yeah. or do a Zoom call or send a video or whatever it is. It, well, that goes a long way, right? Yeah. It's, and that, I think that's one of the things that's happened in 2020 is the amount of personal connections that are, that if you're conscious of it, you're, you're actively pursuing. Yeah. The, the amount of conversations that you and I have with our parents. Well, now, I, was, I was about to say, you know, we've probably spoken to them more than we have for a long, long time. And, ever. And I've heard other me, people yeah. say that as well. That, yeah. Um, because you can't physically be there, you, it, you've kind of made up for it in other ways. And in, you could arguably say that, that that's even better. Yeah. Because what's the difference with you physically sat here once yeah. every, I don't know, four or five months that we would have done yeah. before to speaking to them almost daily. Yeah. So in a way, it's almost better than the, the latter. Yeah, and I think um, so, so that's gratitude and giving thanks, right, in terms of the human connection stuff. But gratitude doesn't necessarily have to always be as a reference point for something good to happen, mm. right? It's Because I think that's the mistake that um, you often hear people who are in a bit of a funk, right? They're a bit... Um, fed up, yeah. right, or a bit annoyed. They're like, well, what do I have to be grateful for? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I don't think, that, well, there's very few people on the planet this year that haven't had some element of hard times created because of this year or aren't going through some element of hard time, mm -hmm. right? So, um, and to think that you're in isolation in that or your problem's bigger than somebody else. Yeah is naive, right? Because you, most of the time, none of us know what the other person's going through, yeah. right? Um, it's, we said it on a previous podcast, but what you only ever really see 10% yeah. of somebody. There's a low 90% that happens behind closed doors mm -hmm. that you have no idea about. So, but 
there's a reason why some of these challenges happen or why many of these challenges happen. There's a reason why the pains that you go through and the pains that we've gone through this year, mm. again, we won't go into massive amounts of detail, but we've certainly been through the mill this year yeah. with certain things. But when you're going through that pain, when you're going through those difficult times, you have to endure those times. You have to um, be, be have confidence and faith in yourself that you will get through it on mm. the other side because there's a lesson in that. Yeah. There's a... There's a re- there is a reason, and although we're not necessarily religious people, I, I think it's fair to say we're spiritual people, yeah. right? And, um, and we definitely have, a, have always had a sense that, um, that we're being guided or that there is, there is, there is things don't just rant, like, randomly happen for them. Yeah, there is something <laughs> happening, yeah. right? And, um, and you have to go through those pains. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're arguably... If Smiley Booth had done everything that we planned, podcasts wouldn't exist, yeah. say it wouldn't exist, yeah. where we where we could be potentially affecting far more people's lives. Yes. Right? Yeah. So so there's there's a reason. So being grateful, oddly, for the challenges. Yeah, yeah. Even when you don't entirely understand what the point of those challenges were today, is also an important point. Well and it will really help get you out of a funk as well, or at least alleviate it because it's pretty much impossible to feel gratitude and anger at the same time. It's, yeah, it is. They're, yeah. they're very much opposites of the same coin. So if you can, um, you know, people talk about gratitude diaries. Um, I keep a gratitude diary. It's not something that I fill in every day, mm. um, but it is something I fill in even when, it, either when I've, I've just thought about something um, yeah. or the opposite when I am struggling yeah I will get it out and write down a bunch of reasons as to why to be grateful and it, yeah. it does really help because you can't as I say you can't be angry and fed up at the same time as feeling grateful yeah. but one other thing um just to kind of caution on that like some um people or, or I've definitely felt that if well if I'm grateful for x y and z and and you know I'm really grateful for you and um you know We've had, not had past tense, we have a long marriage and we've got great kids and we're in business together and all of this stuff and, um, you know, love my house and blah, blah, blah. Then it's like, oh, well, does that kind of squash all your ambition? Because it's mm. like, well, if, if you're not being grateful, then then you've got nothing to, you, you don't need to keep, sorry, if you are being grateful, you don't need to keep moving because you yeah. should be you should be happy with what you've got you should be satisfied right. are you being ungrateful yeah. by wanting more yeah. but that's not the case you can you can be and i, I heard uh, matthew mcconaughey talking about this who's obviously very successful and has lots of stuff yeah. um and but he said it, it's not being ungrateful he was taught by his uh, parents to to literally be grateful for opening your eyes and like when he came down in the morning they'd be like what are you grateful for and this kind of stuff right. and um but he's like one of the most driven people in the world. Yeah. And he said, it doesn't need to be one or the other. You can yeah. still be grateful for what you've got, yeah. but want more. Yeah, so um, have gratitude, but be but be dissatisfied, like yeah. be dissatisfied with what you've achieved so far or what yeah. you're capable of or what you're... So... And, and, and curious almost as well. Yeah. It's like, well, this is all wonderful. I've got all this and I'm really grateful for it. And if everything stopped tomorrow, I'd be happy and grateful and satisfied. Yeah. But what else am I capable of? Yeah, yeah well, what look can at, I do? Well, look at the thing yeah. we were talking um, earlier this week on the podcast. Um, uh, what's her name again? Blakely? Sarah Blakely. Yeah. Sarah Blakely. When one of the points that you made was that um, 
that she basically got into X number of stores and a lot of people, as you said, was a lot of people would have gone, okay, done. Yeah. Job done. And that, and she got onto Oprah. Yeah. And um, or opera, well, as you call it. Well, even now she's a she's a as I said on the podcast, she's the first female billionaire in the world. You know, yeah. she's obviously got an extraordinary amount of money, but she still works really hard. She works on development because she gives I don't know the percentage, but a huge amount of her money back into um to charity and and to you know foundations and um, philanthropic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's part of a. a a pledge with lots of other wealthy families in the world that um that pledge to put most of their wealth into these things. Right. So I, I don't know if that's what drives her, but she's still really driven to keep. Well, actually, sorry, I do know what drives her. She's very passionate, um, because she says it in the podcast about the customer and about right. the product that she's delivering for people. So, the 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 kind of money and success is just a byproduct of that. Yeah. She she really wants to keep, um. Uh, improving women's confidence through the items that she offers. Well, I think it's yeah. also your um, when you realise that you can you have something that you can do good with. Yes. And yeah. you see the impact it has on people's lives. You want more people to do that, mm. right? And, Sorry, uh, the cats. I just keep seeing this little paw come round the door and making me laugh. <laughs> cats determined to join us. Yeah. It's either Bob the fly or one of the cats. Um, yeah. So because the money aspect, when you when like a vast majority of us don't don't start off with, in fact, neither you or I did start off with a silver spoon in our mouth, right? Okay. Uh, a vast majority of us come from some kind of working class background or working background uh, where it's all about just work your butt off and hopefully you'll make some money to be independent. Yeah. Like that's uh, the stuff. So we have this vision, especially today with things like Instagram and, and Facebook, all these like kind of social media platforms where it's like there's a guy I follow on on YouTube for example uh, Shmi and he's forever buying the next supercar yeah you know and doing reviews I love watching that stuff because he's um because I love cars yeah. I like 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 seeing what they do and all this kind of stuff but he um he's forever buying the next new new thing new car and it's very easy to fall into a trap of thinking well that's success. I need that much money. Yeah. I need to be able to spend... I mean, I think one of the cars he bought was 750 grand. Mm. And you just think, that's a car for 700... Yeah. Like, does that really beat the, yeah, the exactly. experience it, of it getting in anything? It still has four wheels. It still yeah. has an engine. Yeah. So, <laughs> Moves you from A to B. Yeah. So, and I love cars, and I still like, was scratching my head at that. I was like, even if you have all the money in the world, would you spend 750 grand on a car? But the point is that we're given these unrealistic... Um, expectations as to what the amount of money you need to be set like in terms of financially satisfied satisfied mm-hmm. and safe each day week or month mm-hmm. right for you and your family and in a lot of cases and it's actually a lot less than what all of these meets social media platforms and everything would have you believe yeah. like the idea that you've got to have like a massive house um and like or, or an estate or anything else the cost of running those things is insane. Where in most cases, and you probably, if you did live in it, you'd live in a couple of rooms. Yeah. Like maybe, like yeah. you wouldn't ever use most of it, yeah, right? Exactly. So the the point I'm trying to make is that people like her, that uh, Sarah Blakely, she's already achieved the money goals and everything else, but the amount of money she actually needs to sustain her lifestyle, yeah. it's pretty big. She owns her, probably owns all her houses outright. Yeah. She's 
which probably got a number of houses, but she probably <laughs> owns them all outright. So there's no mortgages to pay or anything no. like that. And so it is about impacting people's lives and doing good and working hard. That that becomes a satisfaction. Yeah. Not the got to own cash, got to go. Yeah, own it, it, but it's different for all people, right? It's, it's, it's if you want to, because it yeah. might be that you're you're enough is enough, and that's and that's that. But that's and then that, and then that's what you become grateful for, you know. So yeah. it, it, it's. It's finding, I think I said, I think it was on one of the very first podcasts, like podcast one or two, that um, I said about finding, um, it's a, I think it's an Abraham Hicks thing, but find the the joy and then go look for it. Yeah. yeah, Find the moments of joy in life and then go look for it. And it's the same with gratitude. I think that's episode three. Yeah, it's it's, um, exactly the same with gratitude. Find the reasons to be grateful, whether they're, grateful for a hardship that you've been through yeah um and then and even if it's not that you can see it right now right. know that you will know yeah. that you know you'll get through whatever it is you're going through and in yeah. hindsight you'll look back and go ah that's what changed you know but that's it's just, what i needed to go through yeah and sometimes the feeling <laughs> of gratitude can be a very that you the the thing that triggers that can actually be a very small thing right sometimes it especially when you're in a bit of a funk you think that it has to be a big thing because you feel bad, yeah. To have a feel, because gratitude is definitely a feeling. Mm. It's like it's a, it's it's a very strong emotion, mm. right? So, and if you're in a funk, you might think, oh, I've got to be, it's got to be a big. I've got to be thinking about or getting that big car or whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. But actually, in a lot of cases, it's like some of the things that I think about that make me feel that have an immediate response of gratitude is experience I've had with either you or the kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, just tiny little moments that I remember. Like, I, there's one where, when Zach was tiny, where he's like, there was, he was like only about two, I think, at the time. And uh, I remember he would give me a hug yeah. when he was about two. But you could, like, he'd put his arms around my, my neck and he'd be putting all his effort. <laughs> like, you could feel it. And it, like, and that always, like, if I'm in a bit of a funk or I'm trying to do some meditation, I'm like, be grateful for. I'll just remember that that thing that happened just for a few seconds yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And oh, that's yeah, you can enough. always go back in time to. I I always remember um, in a lot of my meditations is uh, when we got married in mm. St Lucia, and it and it wasn't the big thing. It wasn't the wedding and all of that. I just remember simply after we'd been wakeboarding one day because the hotel offered wakeboarding, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. Um, I, I remember being kind of like exhausted from being in the water all day and um the hotel would do a like um like a not not brunch what's the afternoon version like just you know like a little tea not a big dinner but they just about four or five o'clock they would lay out some food and nibbles um because it was an all-inclusive so uh, we we would just kind of went and picked up a few of those nibbles and we sat watching the sunset and i just remember sitting there feeling utterly happy yeah like just like physically, that that lovely feeling you get when you've kind of been physically exhausted doing something, and you yeah. and and you're very kind of satisfied from that. And as I say, the sun was setting. We just got married, and everything was kind of perfect. And yeah. if ever I'm struggling with gratitude, I can take myself back to that moment, and I'm there. Yeah. You know, and it's and that was what fifteen coming up sixteen years ago. Yeah. yeah fifteen yeah. and a half years. Ago. Well done, you remember. Yeah. <laughs> Normally it's me that remembers. <laughs> but that, but it is. And and you said about what a powerful emotion it is, but gratitude is actually a little bit of research I did before this podcast this morning is actually um, it's scientifically proven to um, improve your well being, improve your happiness. People that that um, make gratitude a practice are 
actually happier oh, really? on a day-to-day basis and even on your health on your well-being yeah there's lots of, and it goes back centuries as well people oh, wow. like uh, thought leaders from from long 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 time ago recognized that uh, gratitude was a was a really important thing and and just kind of one more thing to say on that is that not just in terms of seeing and experiencing gratitude for yourself but saying thank you i think yeah. it's so important yeah. i'm a real sucker for thank you if somebody says thank you to me i'm just like you're welcome and i'll do anything for them because... yeah you can get in a real like <laughs> there's uh yeah when someone doesn't demonstrate any form of gra- gratitude yeah. when you've completely killed yourself to get something across the line for them yeah um that sticks with you but yeah, you, exactly. but you will work your butt off if someone says thank you absolutely you will work your butt off yeah. to go I'm, above and beyond. I'm grateful for a thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, you, you're taught it as kids, aren't you? You know, you say, please say thank you. But so many people don't. Yeah. And they, they, they don't realise that just that, those two simple words just yeah. mean a huge amount. It just means yeah. you've appreciated someone. It means you've recognised what they've done for you, that, yeah. they, that they've gone out of their way or that they've, whatever it is, just means the world. Well, and I think we can lose it a bit in business, yeah. right? Because we think things are, when you're doing business, there's, you think, oh, well, that's, that's the job of doing business. There's a, this is a transactional thing. And it, that's not business. Business is human relationships. It's it, with it, either within the business itself and in the, in the hierarchy, if you've got staff or whatever it is, it's just a collective of individuals working together with, with, with the vision of like a vision yeah, of whatever that something. is. Yeah. yeah. And when you, when that collective does some work with another collective, they're just human relationships that are working together with an end goal. Yeah. And we were, I was on a call for say it yesterday and I was, one of the things we're doing for say at the moment is trying to get say into the hands of as many um, residents and families of care homes. It's a really important message that we yeah. want to get out there because we really feel we can help um, uh, the people in that environment at the moment. And I was on a call with, that had been organised with this lovely lady, Debbie, if you are listening or watching, probably not, but if you are, <laughs> um, thank you very much because she'd organised that. She'd arranged for this whole thing where I was talking to a load of people in care homes, care home managers and owners and whatnot about the service. And um, at the end, after the call, about an hour or so afterwards, I, I deliberately went out of my way to send her a message saying how grateful I was and yeah. thankful I was and everything else about the service. Because I genuinely was, but it would have been, but I had to make an effort to do that. Yeah. And, and it's easy not to do that, right? Yeah. And to forget that this isn't, she didn't have to do that. And although well, this is a business thing, it's still human beings, right? I don't think it's, it's just, I mean, it is prevalent in business, but it's, it's the entitlement culture, isn't it? And I think, I think in business it's worse because if you think if you're paying for someone to do something, yeah. you expect them just to do it, yeah. and it's like, oh well, it's your job. Why should I thank you? You know, if you you go into I don't know somewhere like Costa or Starbucks and the the person makes you your a wonderful coffee concoction, then gives it to you. They they were stood paid to be there, but does that mean that you don't say thank you? No, exactly. You know, it's it's I I think that that's um become one of the problems is that when we feel like we pay for something it's just expected well yeah it's it might be a byproduct and this is just like throwing it out there but it might be a byproduct of how we have we've been over the last few years and decades how we've been conditioned to have relationships with brands as opposed to people Mm. like you go to a coffee shop or whatever a starbucks The relationships with starbucks yeah it's not with the person working in starbucks Mm. they're just a cog in the wheel Mm. Whereas, but without uh, what, the cogs, there wouldn't be the wheel. Exactly, the without point. those yeah. people. So 
Whereas before, it would be Joe's coffee shop. Yeah. And they'd be like, hi, Joe, how are you doing yeah, and everything yeah, else? Yeah. So maybe that's the I think the it's beginning to return to that a little bit. Yeah. I think um, I saw something about Amazon the other day. Like, obviously, Amazon is a giant. And at the moment, it's like probably the most successful company in the world. Um, but, and, and, and people say, oh, you know, you see a lot of it on Facebook at the moment, buy local um you know by i'm going to be supporting local businesses etc but people forget that on Am- most of amazon is made up with local sellers yeah yeah so it's yeah. um so it i think it people are beginning to kind of return to that realizing that even in within the giants there are individuals or people trying to deliver a service or people mm-hmm. just trying to put food on the table whatever it is but i, I think yeah just recognizing that Great, but I, I I even see it with the kids. Like if when I make dinner, yeah. when they come and get their plates, if they just say, "Oh, thanks for dinner, mum," just makes yeah. a huge difference because it's like it, it sounds silly because it's not, but it's not a politeness thing to no, me. No, no. It's that it's them recognizing that I've taken the time to make them something to eat. Yeah, that's what it means to me. It's like yeah. oh, they they've noticed. Yeah, they've yeah, not yeah. just expected. No, and I think that's um, and I think that goes the same in business. Yeah. yeah, I think it's really important. I think, I think as a business owner, you it's very easy to fall, especially if you're starting out or well, it, you know, it doesn't matter where you are, what position you are in business. Very easy to fall into the trap of watching big brands and thinking that's success. So I need to be acting in that same fashion, mm-hmm. right? And so subsequently, you hide behind a logo or a website or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and you and the, and we've talked about this before in that marketing stuff and everything yeah. else, but the, the human connection um, doesn't exist. Yeah. And so the, the reason why someone should refer you over somebody else, it's like, well, what's the point? And that was one of the challenges in our Smiley Booth business with yeah. w- people started to, Smiley Booth grew to such an extent where people identified Smiley Booth as this thing, this brand, this thing, but they didn't identify it as me and you yeah. necessarily. And the moment that disconnect happened, so did the relationships start to disconnect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, being you, you have to be at, at the front and understanding business to be grateful for your customers, be grateful for your suppliers, be grateful for all of those things mm. and show it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. don't be afraid to. Don't be afraid to be authentic and, um, and open and honest. Yes, yeah, definitely. Because the, the people... the people you're dealing with it's just human beings as well yeah but as i say i think the world is shifting towards that a little bit more yeah corporate has kind of disintegrated a bit and it is more about individuals and genuine and authentic authenticity it's really important yeah Yeah. um even on social media we've started to move away from the highlight reel and wanting to see people's real lives and real interactions rather than this kind of glossy magazine uh, you know overview yeah there'll always be an element of that i think i think it's really important but um but yeah so i guess that's um gratitude done oh no one more one more tiny thing on that um so (laughs) i just i just wanted to say because it's something i'm hoping to do with the kids at the weekend um i i uh heard on on one podcast that i was listening to that that we're also talking about um uh, gratitude because because of thanksgiving and that they have a family tradition where they make a um a gratitude banner right um with the kids at thanksgiving and so they uh, and they just make this banner of everything that they're grateful for and everyone in the family normally obviously they have like a big family meal yeah, yeah, yeah. But, which hasn't happened so much this year but um so they've made a mini banner but um but yeah they just write something so it literally it's just a 
banner. Yeah, just a big piece of paper or, or, you know, a sheet or whatever you want to use and just write things like Thanksgiving 2020 or whatever year it is and write the things that you're you're grateful for and they they kind of keep them over the years. And I just thought that was a really lovely idea. Yeah, that's um, great. Something to do with the... the kids and it, and if you're struggling to find something to be grateful for you know do it with your children do it with other people and they'll hopefully give you some ideas yeah and well and it's also maybe we shouldn't wait till like some other country mm. who has a once a year thing yeah, yeah. that celebrates maybe we shouldn't be waiting for, to take inspiration from that oh maybe we do that next year it's like maybe this should be something that you integrate into your life on a weekly basis oh, yeah, or, or whatever and just yeah. say well, what are we grateful for? What yeah, are we... Yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of what you used to do at Sunday dinner, right? Yeah. It's a yeah. sit down around the family table at Sunday dinner. And I remember when I was a child, our grandparents would be there and everything else. Yeah. And and that was in some way giving thanks to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But we've, yeah, maybe we should just get that in place again. Yeah, absolutely. So thought of the day, what are you grateful for? Yes. <laughs> yeah, good one. I'm grateful for episode 16. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we made it to 16. Yeah, well done. Right, see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.